On this episode of As a Matter of Black, we discuss the unwarranted pretrial detention of activist and founder of the Little Rock Freedom Fund and neighborhood activist Don Jeffrey at Green County Jail in Perigold, Arkansas, when her bond was revoked Friday, June 25th, 2021. During the interview with her sister, Ashley Jeffrey, she stated that Don went on the yard thinking that she went outside. Unfortunately, the yard is just a common area inside the jail. So Don has not been outside since June 25th of 2021. You're now listening to As a Matter of Black, hosted by Bully and Bali. Final piece, free Don Jeffrey. Welcome to our podcast. As, As a, a matter, matter of Black. Black. I'm Bowie. And it's your boy, man. You know what I'm saying? The Fly's brother in chains. You know what I'm saying? Bali. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, welcome everybody um, to another episode of As a Matter of Black. You know, as usual, we're always happy to to be here and to be the voice of the people and to, you know, chat, bring y'all laughs and information and vibes and beer and all the things. Yeah. And so, you know, saying we, you know, we always pride ourselves on like, you know, giving people social awareness and, you know what I'm saying, just making sure that everybody's informed about what's going on in the world and in, and in particular our, our communities as well. And so um, today we got our guests, good, good people in the house, family in the house. We have Ashley Jeffrey in us today, you know what I'm saying, with some good information for us that we all need to know to help us, you know what I'm saying, get activated. So how you doing, Ashley? I'm doing good. Thank y'all for having me on tonight. Yeah, we're so excited that you're here um, under some, some really interesting circumstances, and I'm sure we'll get to that at some point in time, but it's we're so happy that you're, you were able to join us. Well, thank y'all so much. Yeah, and so, um, you know what I'm saying, like the reason why we got Ashley Jeffrey on, you know what I'm saying, She's a very good person, but she's not like a celebrity or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> normally, normally we interview local celebrities and artists and, you know what I'm saying? You're not a celebrity? Wait, she's not a celebrity? Uh, you know, she's a celebrity. No, every time I see no her, I'm not. <laughs> she's a celebrity in her own right, because every time I see her, I just have a big smile on my face because she's so cool. I'll be like, hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? She probably <laughs> real goofy and weird, so... <laughs> because you are, but go ahead. Yeah, so, Ashley is uh, the sister of one of my comrades, my, uh, you know what I'm saying, my sister in this struggle, in this fight for freedom, uh, Don Jeffrey. Yeah. And for those of y'all who don't know Don Jeffrey, I'll just give you a little spill on who Don Jeffrey is, and I'll let Ashley, you know, tell us more about it, because Ashley's been knowing Don Jeffrey her whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Don Jeffrey, man, me and her, I, I never really can tell y'all when we, me and her started doing work together. It was like when like minds come together, we just probably started off on social media and then a few conversations later, we were actually putting together events and doing work in the community together because we admired what each other did. Don Jeffrey is a local activist in our community. She is the founder of Neighborhood Activists, which is a, a, a group in a page on Facebook and Instagram, and also just uh, a school of thought in our community. Uh, Neighborhood Activists is a group that raises everybody's social awareness, civic engagement, gives people information 
uh, that's uh, nonpartisan at the same time. Uh, I think it's information that gives people that, that, that knowledge of the community, that freedom, that information that we all need to be aware of in the community to make the right decisions when it comes to our political destiny and our social destinies. And so uh, neighborhood activist, mm. is, she's a founder of that. And also she is the founder and the lead organizer of the Little Rock Freedom Fund. And for those of y'all who are unfamiliar with the Little Rock Freedom Fund, that was started last summer in the summer of 2020. And it's basically a group that has helped to do a lot of great work in the community as far as organizing direct actions, uh, supporting activists, protesters, supporting acts of civil disobedience, providing legal counsel for people who have uh, been arrested for direct action and civil disobedience, uh, supporting organizers in the communities, educators, providing uh, platforms for um, Know Your Rights workshops, and just all around, just uh, keeping the community connected to uh, different organizations around Arkansas that fight and do work that uh, are direct advocates who are on the front line for uh, social justice. And so Don Jeffrey, that's probably just her, uh, what I told you about her, what we've been doing in the last couple of years together because I do work with Little Rock Freedom Fund. But Ashley, you know what I'm saying? Please tell us more about your sister, Don Jeffrey, and why you're here with us today. I feel like all the things that Don does in the community is really who she is. So if I can explain my sister, it's really that caregiving person that y'all see in the streets, even though, you know, it might come off feisty, it's always peaceful and out of love. But she's been like that her whole life, always doing for others and caring about others, shaking stuff up just to get things done for other people. So that's that's really her character. So starting Little Rock Freedom Fund is very fitting of her character. Starting neighborhood activists, being that um, the founder of just like a social platform, that's really who she is. I'm I'm the quiet one. My sister is the make friends or at least acquaintances with everybody to get work done. So. Um, I think the organi organizations that she's founded um, between Little Rock Freedom Fund and neighborhood activists really show off who she is. I feel like a lot of, and this not even just to go at anyone or any other organization, but some people do it, you know, for different reasons, but wherever Brittany is, or Dawn, I'm sorry, <laughs> what Dawn is, I call her Brittany, wherever she is, um, she's gonna be doing the same thing. So when she was working in nursing homes, you know, she's taking up for the nursing home patients or if she's at a call center, she's saying what's right and what's not right. So just being that point, just to justify, make everybody feel like they're getting justice in what they're doing. That's who, that's really who Dawn is. I feel like she's a, a point of balance almost. And even though the balance might not always be comfortable or cute or, you know, um, however you want to say it, she really does work to get stuff done on behalf of others um, to get serve justice to others and just make things more fair for everybody. Yeah, I feel like, you know, the first few times I met Dawn, I saw her as a force in the community. 
Um, but I do love, like you mentioned, the balance that she represents. She's very knowledgeable and she is very assertive in, um, you know, in her um, communication about uh, justice and rights, especially when it pertains to children and when it pertains to people that are um, that are essentially, you know, health, helpless and voiceless. She definitely provides a voice to those people and her seeing her be a voice force in the community has been particularly inspiring to me. Um, mm-hmm. I have a lot of people in my circle, my sphere of influence who follow her to an extent and, and maybe, maybe they don't feel as comfortable having conversations with her about, you know, about her purpose or her cause, but they talk to me about it. And I feel grateful that they, that they would see me as someone who can discuss or sort of like help to articulate, you know, what it is that she's doing, not that I speak for her, but I sort of speak for sort of the, her cause and her purpose maybe, um, or just like the being adjacent to her cause and her purpose, being involved in many of the, you know, campaigns and activities that she's done. Um, And speaking to her balance, you know, I have seen Dawn, you know, protest and, and speak and be a voice of the people. I've seen her be arrested. Um, I have seen several videos of her being what I would consider harassed Mm -hmm. enforcement. And I continue to support her, you know, regardless of what, what, you know, people are saying there, there are some people that have things to say that may not be in support of her, but Mm -hmm. there for me, uh, I support her and I've ver- verbalized that, vocalized that. I have done that on many platforms. I have talked to people directly about how I support her and what she's doing because what she represents, being mm-hmm. a beautiful Black woman mm-hmm. for her community on behalf of the, her, the future of her children and everyone else's children that are marginalized people, marginalized individuals, which her work is important. Um, and just once again, to speak to her balance, every time I see Dawn, she always asks me, can I have a hug? And, and every time I see her and have an exchange with her, I replay it over and over and over again, because she's so, she's, she's a very assertive person, but she's also very, um, intuitive and very, um, observant. And so it feels to me that every time I see her and she asks me, can I have a hug? She's asking me, can I come to you? Can I, can, am I welcome in your space? Yeah. And I appreciate that about her. And every time she asks me, I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> have a hug and give me a hug because she gives the best hugs. And so I love the one and I support her. And I think about her often. I talk about her and her causes and what she represents to my friends and you know, to my family and people who, like I said, who come to me and ask me who don't have the closeness or don't feel like they can, they can approach her. Um, I don't mind, you know, um, being a voice for, 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 for the cause that Dawn represents. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I appreciate those words. I think a lot of people, they are nervous to go around her just because I think all of our voices, you know, when we're pet in my family, when we're passionate about something, it might, it is that assertive voice and some people might be nervous about it. 
but sometimes that's how the you know the voice needs to be but she is the most loving affectionate person like I'm we're like night and day I'm not affectionate but you might talk to me and think I'm like the most affectionate person in the world but I'm like <laughs> get away from me. but she draws everybody in um and she speaks up for everybody whether you know the system is comfortable with it or not or people who I mean as people in the system you know we might not be used to people talking about the system like she does but I mean, I, I stand behind her 100%. I don't think, you know, sometimes we need to go at the system and just have nice words all the time. We need to really speak up for one another. And if our voice is more aggressive, you know, when we're taking up for one another, it's really all love. It's coming from a place of love and wanting better for each other. Um, and so, yeah, I think some people might not want to go up and talk to her. <laughs> but. Yeah. But always, she, she always comes out of a place um a place of love and she's always taken up for everybody in our community even the people who don't you know support her if you know they're down and out she's trying to help them so I think that's the side of her people don't see either like yeah. you could beef with her and she still has love which you know love for you um or you might not want to talk to her but she'll still defend you on any day of the week I mean, she represents to me, for what I understand about Dawn and just my observation with her, I don't have the most closeness with her, but for me, what I appreciate the most about Dawn is that she's on the side of what I would consider righteousness. Yes, I agree. After the things that are right. Mm -hmm. And you can still love somebody even if you even if you don't disagree, even if you disagree with the, the way they're carrying on. Because some people be out here carrying on and it's just, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, hate it. I don't dislike you or I don't, I, I don't have to stop loving you because I disagree with how you carrying on. And yeah. I feel like she represents what's right. Regardless yeah. if y'all are friends or if y'all are family or if y'all are whatever, it's just like, I'm going to speak up for what's right and I'm going to call out what's wrong. Yeah. Right. right, exactly. And, and you know what I'm saying, like, it, it's always funny when people like, you know what I'm saying, like, want to come talk to me because they don't feel like they can approach Don. Yes. And I, I really laugh. I really laugh at them because she's very approachable. Like, yeah. she didn't know me from nobody when we started working. It was literally like, what's up, Osiris? <laughs> I see what you be talking about online. Let's do something together. I was like, okay, well, let's work in the community. It literally was like that. But if you ever been hanging with Don, I done hung with Don like countless times. Like especially if you like getting a car with Don. Yeah. A whole different side of Don because it's like it's sides that I know I've seen since the beginning. But like people who don't know it, like you could be in mid conversation just riding with Don or out in public somewhere with Don, and she'll see somebody and she'll immediately know that they need something. Yeah. Get them and be like, oh, they need something to drink. They need some food or something like that. They might need uh, a, a pair of earmuffs or some gloves or something. She'll run to a car, break conversation with you, and go get it. Or if you riding with her, she'll stop in the middle of the street. She will. Park her car, or pop her truck, and get out water, food, clothes, pampers, whatever, and give it to that person. Be like, hey, sister, hey, brother, do you need this? It's free. I don't want nothing from you. She'll explain everything from you. Like, y'all take care of God. Bless you the most. I got you. And she'll, <laughs> she'll leave you with some positive words and she'll yeah, jack in the back of the car. So what I was saying, you know, was, you know, and it's like, 
that's just her. That's her character. Like she cared more about people than a, than a lot of elected officials. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people who are considered educators, and a lot of people who are supposed to be clergymen and men of the cloth and women of the cloth and pastors and stuff. You know, what I'm saying I seen her go out her way with just the, the resources that she has on her and go minister to somebody in the streets. And you might not look at it like that's ministering, but that's actually the definition of a ministry. It is. It's it to is. go out there and to help the people that are in need and to bring them closer to some type of sense of faith to uh, want to keep going in life. Yeah. And so that's exactly what she do. But yeah, if you, you want to read a post and she tell you what she feel about something and determine that she's unapproachable, then, you know, I kind of I, I kind of question what your rationale on a lot of things are because you, you're gonna read a status or read a tweet and then just make up a whole impression of what somebody is and she's so much more than yeah. the words that she types sometimes it's like duh, you haven't you ain't even seen her in action yeah. she probably no, ain't even your family in France and you just didn't even know it oh and I have, yeah. and also I have definitely not to be the dead horse but I have definitely um gotten word back from people that I know about how she's helped support other people, particularly with the most recent um, bailout. Yeah. And a lot of people have had, that I know personally, have had, you know, members and friends or family members and friends who, who were directly affected by that. Yeah. So, um, I don't really know how much you people feel comfortable, people, if, meaning us three, feel comfortable. <laughs> feel comfortable discussing um, the recent events and you know why why it's important that we keep Don in our thoughts and in the forefront of our minds and you know in you know um, online and on social media and just continue to spread the word about what's happening to her um, but Ashley do you do you want to give us some sort of back a backstory in in whatever way you feel comfortable um, just sort of the events leading up to her incarceration, yeah, and sort of like you know the, the her the her trial and you know what's happening with 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 the with um, local activists all over the country, yeah, because it's happening to everybody. It's not just happening here in Arkansas and specifically to Dawn, but her story sort of like is synonymous. To what's happening around the country with local activists and what's what's been happening mm -hmm. for people who speak out against injustice as it relates to i guess the powers that be mm -hmm. yeah um so just to give background on what happened so last summer um her and a group of people they were um accused of destroying police property um it's charges that we feel you know, are kind of bogus, but they were charged. So right now, well, in the meantime, since I think that was December, um, they've been awaiting trial pretty much to clear their names of the charges. Mm -hmm. Right now, you know, we've seen the paperwork. They really don't. Even in the pretrial stages, um, the judge over the case, and I'm not super legal savvy, so I don't know all the correct terms on everything. Um, but the judge over the case, you know, didn't want them using marijuana at all. Um, even if it was medical marijuana, he 
he didn't want them using marijuana at all. Um, so my sister uses marijuana, but she uses it because of traumatic stress disorder. Um, she has been harassed by not only by police, by um, people, white supremacists that don't like her and don't like her mission, what she talks about. Um, she's been dragged around, abused by the police. This is on any given day. She can be pulled over. Um, we as a family, we've all, even the kids, you know, when my son is six now, when he was two years old, police officers were bursting in our home with guns pointing on us and at the kids trying to take my sister out the house. It's a lot of trauma, <laughs> like in the, yeah. in the things that she, in the, um, in the, I, I could, I'll say career path that, or the career that she's in, um, it comes with, it doesn't come with, I'm trying to think of the right way to say it. I feel like almost no good deed goes unpunished. Like it, it comes with a lot of risk and she takes on those risks and, but it does come with trauma. So she use, chooses to use medical marijuana I'm not against marijuana, so maybe somebody could talk to somebody who is against marijuana, but I do feel like it's the earth medicine, a plant medicine. Well, yeah, he didn't want her to use it. Um, he wanted her to get treatment that was um, through a therapist that was assigned by the government. So, I mean, just imagine if you were abused by somebody and then that same person wanted to treat you, you probably wouldn't feel comfortable. So she wanted to find her own um, therapist to deal with the traumatic stress disorder. But in the meantime, until she found that therapist, she was still occasionally smoking marijuana. Um, a few of her tests, they were getting, Dawn, she was getting tested. I feel like probably drug tested like three times a week, which is excessive, you know? she's awaiting trial that takes up a lot of time a lot of energy a lot of nerves like I'm always on edge even just having to go out and go take drug tests like so I imagine myself having to do it three times a week I wouldn't even I don't know I probably wouldn't be able to function well but a few of her tests came up dirty um she had found a counselor started going to that counselor on June 22nd and had her next appointment scheduled for July 6th. Um, she had her hearing with Judge Belope regarding um, using medical marijuana on the 25th. He told her um, about her seeing a therapist. He said, it's a little too late. Um, and he went ahead and detained her, sent her to Greene County Jail. Um, other individuals that were on trial were, did test dirty multiple times as well, but he gave them in quotation marks, <laughs> another chance. So, um, we don't feel like it's fair treatment at all. Mm -hmm. Um, as her family, we feel like it's been a mission to kind of suppress her, silence her voice. Um, mm -hmm. um, we just don't see if, if it's really a just reason you know or just thing for her to go to jail then why isn't everybody being detained not I don't and I don't agree with anybody being detained but we're just saying we don't feel like it's fair so pretty much she's being detained for still using marijuana although she has started treatment like he asked her to 
um a lot of things a lot of times it's a lot to unpack and nobody is going to make a a big change overnight if you've been taking valium for 10 years for your anxiety I wouldn't expect you to stop overnight and just be great and then go see a counselor that you probably don't even trust. It might, to me, it would give me more anxiety. I don't feel like that's effective treatment. Um, but that's what's going on right now. She's currently, today is the 20th day she's been detained in Greene County. Um, wow. And that's in Paragold, Arkansas is close to Missouri. It's about two and a half hours away. Um, She's there with no bond. The jail doesn't allow any mail. They don't allow the family to visit. Um, I think she said yesterday was the first time that they were allowed to go outside. She's been there 20 days. Um, it's just, it's not a place to put somebody that is struggling or has traumatic stress disorder. They don't have any treatment for um, anyone with mental health issues. Nobody in the jail. So it just doesn't make sense to us if the concern was treatment, you know, to go to a place that you don't allow treatment, you don't allow the, the inmates or the, you know, individuals there to go out even to see the sun. Um, it, it just doesn't make sense to us. So we don't feel like um, the things that are going on are right. We don't feel like they're just, we don't feel like they're humane. Um, we don't feel like it's working with a system of compassion for other people and understanding um, other people's struggles. And I honestly don't feel like being in a federal, smoking a little bit of weed occasionally warrants being held in a federal holding cell, especially when you haven't been, haven't committed a, or been charged of a crime, found guilty of a crime. And so I think that's what we need to put at the forefront too. She hasn't been charged of a crime. So why are we treating people, you know, like they're guilty before anything has even went to trial? So um, that's where we're at with it. Um, we're just, we're trying to bring more awareness to the situation. Um, hopefully that, so everybody can keep their eyes on her and what's going on and hopefully see her free from this situation really soon. Yeah, most definitely, man. And like, <clears throat> I don't think people really understand, like, you know, um, if they've never gone through like the pretrial system and how much of like some BS this really is because, you know, uh, awaiting trial and then having your bond revoked for, you know, marijuana, you know, and a lot of times in these situations when even if there's some type of drug test that's part of the regulations or whatever. A lot of times when somebody is using some type of drug or whatever, and I don't, I'm one of the people I don't consider mar marijuana a drug at all, but mm -hmm. the argument, you know, a lot of times they actually ask people to go to like a, some type of rehab or something like that. Yeah. In these situations. And, you know, so they just totally uh, overlooked all of that. And, you know, and you basically pretty much said it when you were talking about doing this work, man, she is a target, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the target of local government and, and the federal government, government, apparently, because of, you know, the things that, that are done in the community, the good deeds, you know, we were talking about early on the, the, the bailout in June that we were doing with Little Rock Freedom Fund and how that was getting a lot of attention and a lot of traction on social media. And so I think personally, when 
people see this type of work that she's doing, uh, some people who are pro uh, pro mass incarceration and, and pro uh, road police and pro um, pro white supremacy, I guess I'll say. Uh, they don't like this type of work and they want to try to, you know, say silence and, you know, saying suppress anybody who is um, pushing this this platform to like change the system and disrupt the system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Man, but uh, tell us, like, you know what I'm saying, so she's been locked up. This is uh, July 15th, so she's been locked up 20 days now. Mm -hmm. Some ways that we can help bring awareness, uh, as far as the listeners, as people that's listening, what, what are some ways we can bring awareness to Don's situation, and what ways can we help her and the family and the people that support Don? Um, I think the biggest way is just using personal platforms to gain attention. So like tonight, I appreciate y'all so much for using your podcast platform to, you know, highlight, highlight the situation, but even, you know, people who don't have podcasts or media outlets, social media is the outlet. So sharing her picture, they got the picture circulating now with her picture and free dawn on it just somebody seeing that and it's like oh it it causes a conversation like oh what happened here and you can start ha having discussions about social injustice in her case you know in particular um so that's that's my biggest thing is sharing awareness um sharing posts sharing stories about her um and the work that she does really shouldn't um a light on it even going back and sharing, you know, the things that she has done for the community, I feel like that's very positive just to keep awareness on um, the things that she has done and who she is. I feel like a lot of times, you know, people get in situations and they're in jail, detained or in prison. And then, you know, it kind of skews your vision of that person like, oh, they're an inmate now or, oh, they must have did something wrong. And it's like, that's not always the case. So shedding the light on who that person truly is, I feel like it's a big factor. Um, other than that, helping the family, um, just monitor, you know, money. <laughs> um, we've been collecting yeah, money. Tell us. Let us know about the money. <laughs> we've been collecting money through my cash app. It's um, dollar sign AZ Ash. And, you know, we... Honestly, we thought we we knew it was a big deal and we've been distraught since day one, but we also thought it was gonna be at the most a week, <laughs> you know. So we handled July bills through do donations, and I'm so thankful for the people who supported us. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, okay, <laughs> she's still in there. You know, we're using money for communication, we're using money for bills, we're using money. Um, for her commissary so um, donations are also helpful to us um, sending her messages that's the biggest thing that she loves right now is just seeing like you know whatever people write like oh I, I'm thinking about you I'm praying for you so I try to you know screenshot everything and send it to her and messages to keep her encouraged um, because that's one thing I don't want her to Feel like she has to be silenced while she's in there or get discouraged like 
um, like she's doing, has done something wrong or feel like people don't love her because as a community, as her family and friends, we support her a hundred percent. So just showing her, you know, that we do have love for her. We are mm-hmm. thinking about her and she is not forgotten just because she's two and a half hours away being detained in Greene County. So, um, encouraging messages are also welcome so with whatever way people can help whether it's using their social platform media platform money or sending a con word it's all helpful and all accepted gotcha yeah so uh i don't i don't think that you even mentioned like your cash app so that people could actually uh send money to support she mentioned it but we we do we do want to post it in the um comments but yeah tell us again it's um the dollar sign a z a s h okay i don't remember saying it at first so yeah, i guess she said it but <laughs> okay i mean we're not gonna remember uh, I, i'll say it <laughs> it'll be we're gonna put it in the in the comments of our podcast and we're gonna put it on our social media when we release the episode yeah and i and i need i need to get i need to be able to talk to don too man because i don't know I didn't been through this little process to try to register to do all this stuff, and I, okay. I still ain't been able to talk to her. And I'm, I feel some type of way about it, and I feel like she's gonna cuss me out when I finally do say something to her because I ain't even. No, she she'll be so happy every time. Uh, every time she gets on the phone, she's like, "Someone so called me today," so she'll just be happy to hear from you. Yeah. You know, whether it's the video call or a message, she will be ecstatic. So. Well, she's definitely in our thoughts. Like I said, I think about her often and definitely uh, speak her name and, you know, think about not only her, but her cause and her purpose Mm -hmm. and what she fought for, because we don't want that. We don't, we don't want her to be put on pause just because of the circumstances. And so she fought for, doesn't have to stop. Um, And it's great actually a great way to sort of show your appreciation for her and her legacy and what she's done so far because we know that the work that she that she's that she's done in the past will just only continue so much more you know once we pass once all this situation goes away mm-hmm. we, we just want to continue to sort of you know repay her because when people put their life and their mental health and their peace of mind on the line for the community, even though maybe they don't necessarily ask for it back, we we owe them. The community owes them, you know, and if nothing else, the community owes them the, the, the support. And we don't want to see, and maybe Donna isn't a leader, or maybe she doesn't have any kind of political, you know, commerce or whatever, but People see her as a leader yeah. and we see our, we don't want the repeat that like the repeat, we don't want that to repeat. Um, seeing our leaders sort of be forgotten about. Yeah. So we, we appreciate Dawn and we appreciate her family. We appreciate her sacrifice. We appreciate you for coming and being a voice for her while she's away. And we're just looking forward for her, you know, to, kind of overcome this situation so that she could be out with us and we could, you know, grab a beer and then also, you know, go to the process. (laughs) (laughs) 
all the fun Once we start testing, then you gotta be here. Whatever, however it works. Yeah. And I appreciate y'all. I also want to give a shout out to Little Rock Freedom Fund. Um, because they are still out here doing the work um and you know helping complete that bill out mission so osiris is it 12 people that have been released from jail now as yeah it's 12 people so far but we still like it's it's so hard it's been like this probably been the hardest part of what i what i haven't done there is somebody like boots on the ground to like find like bail coordinators in west memphis and other places so we're still trying to complete that mission and we are going to complete the mission, but mm -hmm. she was a big part of that. And, you know, saying now it's kind of like, you know, um, man, you know, so we, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do pick up the work. And that was a lot of work she was doing it's yeah. every day that she worked at. So, uh, it's not, it's not a small task at all. And I, I hope people understand that it's like, it, it, it might look real easy what she was doing and, you know, raising money and going to bail out people. But you know what I'm saying? It's a, a lot of work. process getting with uh bail bondsmen, getting with family, uh, you know, signing people out for release, making sure they got something to eat, getting them to an address where they gonna have some place to stay, and, you know, working on that, uh, and just trying to get that done during the daytime. So uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah, we definitely will complete it, uh, but uh, you know what I'm saying, we definitely gonna keep supporting Don. Jeffrey as well, and uh, you know, so keep supporting y'all too. So if y'all need anything, y'all know we ain't nothing but a phone call or text away, you know. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I appreciate you, Ashley, and you know, I have not met, gotten the opportunity to meet you out in the real world. You know, COVID and all all the things. But maybe one day. Yes. <laughs> but it was nice, you know, ch chatting and thank you, like I said, for sharing information and being a voice for Don. Well, thank you all so much for inviting me um, and giving my sister a platform. So to me, that's community, that's love. So I appreciate y'all so much. Yep. It's our duty to fight for our freedom. So it's our duty to win. It's our duty to win. So appreciate you, Ashley. You have a good rest of the evening, man, and we'll chop it up soon. All right. All right. Thank you guys. Y'all have a good night. Well, anyway, um, all I gotta all I gotta say is free dawn. Free dawn. And all the other all the rest of the political prisoners that you need, that you individuals got behind the bars now. Hashtag free them all. Free them all. Free them all, man. It's so crazy. It's so crazy, man. So we encouraging all our listeners, man. Y'all heard uh, Ashley Jeffrey. If y'all listen to us, man, any little bit of help out, whether it's money for the books, money for the bills, uh, on Cash App, you can hit her up and uh, leave a note, say, hey, this is for Dawn. And you know, specify what you want, or just say, "Hey, just use it what y'all want to." For but yeah, uh, Don has a daughter. Don has daughters. daughters. Yeah, family. She takes care of a lot of people, man. She's all she. She's not only like the mother, but at the same time, like she is like the go-to person she's in her family. If, yeah, for caregiver for the kids. The kids are always with Don, man, for sure. That's like they just they just got a big loving family, and uh, so uh, cash app dollar sign A Z. A S H. Yeah. As Ash. A Z A S H. Yeah. And we'll put the link in our description and post it on social media too. Most of. Most of.